What is up, folks? We're here with another We Be Holic podcast. Let's get it. Let's go. We are here, baby. We are here. What is up, She? What's up? Tell us up. Tell uh, what's, up? Uh, what's up, everybody? Well, before we even get to the episode, I have to talk to y'all about our partnership. Yes, we're we are growing. Partnership, baby. I have to talk to you guys about Dakota. Dakota is an up-and-coming anime line that does hoodies, T-shirts, um, I think they do denim jackets or whatever. I know they're probably working on foam because they have a lot of great stuff. And basically, we just want to talk about them because they are supporting us. You guys should go check them out on Instagram at Dakoga Shop. That is D-A-K-D-A-K-D-A-K-O-G-A-S Shop. Y'all know how to spell. Y'all go check them out. So I'm gonna tell them Chris Anime Gensho sent you over here. Follow them, do all that great stuff. Basically, if you if you want to go shop over there and you can want some stuff off, you can use the code anime underscore gensho, which is us a lowercase a lowercase a anime underscore gensho. Get 10% off anything you want. And yeah, go shop. I mean, those are some great guys, and they you can get 10% off any discount or any item off of that discount. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, before, before we get into the episode, y'all go like, comment, subscribe, turn notification, post to notify for every podcast. You know what to do. Go follow us at Anime Screen Gen Show, where we post polls, collabs, DMs, where we post clips of the episode. I just screen just worked on some stuff, so I'll probably have a uh, clip out today, t- t- tonight of some of the few past episodes or whatever. So y'all should be able to look at check that out. Go follow she the eyes out of the lens. Got something there? Oh uh, yes. Also check out um. Broken Knock of Life, I think I said their name. Broken Knock Life, you know, shout out to the dudes, shout out to the boys, whatever. We just did a, um, a podcast with them last night. Yeah. And they talked about how it should be out sometime next week. But that'll be in the Weedman West. They had two different. Go check out the Broken Knock yeah, yeah. Life and the Weedman West because the Broken Knock Life is more of a, them talking. They're also on Twitch. Yeah, they're on Twitch too at Broken Knock Life. And if you're in stuff like that, go watch them on Twitch, all that good stuff. And he does gaming too now. So he, I mean, Chris, is, Chris is doing everything. West too. No shade of West. Oh, I'll follow my dudes and the headliners because, I mean, there's no way they should have only 70-something followers. These guys make really good content. They push out a lot of content. They talk about good character analysis. They went from Azula to Law to characters from Dragon Ball to like they, they cover anime verse, non-anime verse, like you guys really check them out. And so to tell them anime Genshin since you like, I, well, we're planning to do something with them very soon. So you guys should go and check out for, for them. Go follow, but like I said, go follow Street Eyes Out of the Lens on Instagram if you want some pics. You want in your his area, hit him up after you've done quarantine. I'm sure he'll be happy, more happy to wake you up and get you all right for the page. Um. I don't think I have any more for our little intro or whatever, but today, before we get talking about Japan sinks or whatever, three anime we're talking, we have been watching this week, and what we think about them. What about you, Sheet? Three. I finally caught up to season two of Promise Neverland. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I finally finished the first season, started on the second season, and it's interesting. It's Have you watched episode three? I haven't watched it yet. I have not. Episode three of season two? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, when that must have came out recently because I yeah it came I, out like today, like, like today, like oh, today. Okay, because I, I watched it like yesterday or the other yeah. day. Okay, okay. <laughs> so practically, well, I I was actually surprised because I know I haven't watched it in a while, but I was actually kind of surprised on how it's like progressing, like mm-hmm. to the point like at the moment 
they were saved by demons and I wasn't really expecting demons to, you know, save, save them. And at the same time, like my thought process of like how the whole world was up, like, well, their worldview was, I thought like demons had take, take, taken over like the whole earth. But now I just realized it's not like that. There's yeah. different worlds or sides yeah. of the earth, humans and then demons. Yeah. But now they just have to figure out how to get there. I also kind of I feel like Emma. I get I get I get like they want to save the other like um people from like the far, other kids from the farm. The other the farm there. But at the same time, I feel like that's going to be the most difficult thing, other than finding out how to cross sides to the other way. You gotta kind of. I, 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 I think I think Emma's too uh, idealistic. Too. I think she's too. I mean, but she is too, like eleven, twelve. So I mean, a lot of people are very you know. Yeah, and whatever, and think everybody can be saved at that time, which is sad. I can't. I mean, yeah, pretty good. Yeah. What else are you watching? Other two shows you watching? Uh, well, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. I'm watching the second season. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so far, I'm kind. Of, I'm kind of hoping. Like so far, we're seeing just a progression of like the country he's making, which mm-hmm. I'm. I'm really enjoying, but uh. I can't, I can't, I really can't wait to just see how, like, it progresses even more. Because, you know, like, in the first season, there was a, there, there's a lot going on. There was times of peace, but it didn't last that long. And I'm trying to see, I'm pretty sure peace won't last that long either. But I want to see if there's, like, anything that will kind of, like, threaten the town, the country, mm-hmm. progression. I know they just made, like, a an alliance with uh, one of the demon lords countries, well, the mm-hmm. beast. Master, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, I can't. Re- I really can't wait for the next episodes and more episodes. All right, what's the last thing you're watching? Uh, last thing I'm watching is what did I watching Black Clover? Black Clover? Uh, yeah. I oh yes, 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 yes. I am an episode behind. I did not watch the new episode that came out yesterday. I think. Mm-hmm. I did not watch that. I have not watched episode three of season of se- of the new season. I don't mm-hmm. know what season this is, but yeah. yeah. I don't mean with anime. I don't mean do season when it is long. You just you just gotta go to art parts or whatever. That's true. Plus, plus, it's cut. I don't know how to feel about the dude. I like the dude Austin look at the same time. He just get. I already knew he was buff, but he's just so. Even more muscular. Yeah, it looks like it looks like, like a thumb. It looks like a thumb. Yeah. He reminds it's, me of that. Remember Spy Kids? That thumb. That oh thumb, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah awesome. <laughs> I don't know. Also, looks fine. The way, he looks better and fine the way he is. I'm like, I'm glad glad to see this growth, growth and character development. But I kind of hate the fact that most of the other characters they didn't change as much as also. Probably because also that's he pretty much has to do physical. Yeah, physical work. He so, doesn't have magic, yeah. but. I was also surprised by the fact that he can also fly now with his sword, which is interesting. He can? Mm. Yeah, he, he literally rides his sword and, like, flies around. Yes. Okay, then. I, I was a little confused on how that worked, but it, it works. <laughs> good, good through this. Me, two of mine are not even new because I want to give, I want you know, that spice it up a little bit. I mean, everybody can know the promise, never mind the Dr. Stones, whatever. This first one is new. I've been talking about it. I sent it to you, CNN High School Boys Volleyball Team. Yeah. That is a good anime, bro. Like, it's not on Crunchyroll, sadly. I don't know why. Who has it? It's not on Hulu. 
It's not on Netflix, so I, I watch it on YouTube. Shout out to the dude that probably illegally uploads it. He's a G, but it's really good. It, it takes the route of a way different, different than um normal sports anime. I don't think it's probably not shown in route. Like, is it? It's haiku, right? Huh? Yeah, yeah, it's different. It's different than haiku. It's a lot different. Like, it's more challenging, more of a struggle. You get more like slight, like it's more of like a slice of life. Adult and what's what's the name? Adult? What's the adult? What's like what's the name of the adult genre anime? Forgot. Can't edgy? Name. Well, not, not edgy. edgy. No, no, it's not not edgy. It's just like it's more not like, edgy. It's like etchy. Yeah, I get. Yeah, yeah. It's more like catered to like. 17 like more adults and it has more like like with sports animals there's always a sense of like unrealism like and there's always like they're like like just oh my gosh we can always win like that had, like always to do is push through like no sometimes in sports or in life like there are times where you can try your hardest and you're just not good enough like or sometimes where it's just like you are giving your all and you're lying to yourself or you you are you do get nervous like you put sometimes you do get nervous but you can't push through it and make yourself have a good performance like sometimes you get nervous and you choke and you don't play well and it happens i mean it happens to the best the professional athletes i mean of course it's gonna happen to these this is based off of a middle school team like they're this is it starts in eighth grade eighth grade summer going to ninth so mm-hmm. yeah and it's really good like i really 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 recommend yeah. it to all of you guys kind of has like the starting part of haiku because haiku started off like junior yeah yeah junior. Yeah. my second anime i'm watching is this is old not old it's t- came out 2013 devils devil is a part-timer or whatever i don't know if you've seen it you seen yeah it? i've seen it yeah well, yeah. yeah yeah 13 episode anime pretty good it's really good, good. It's, good. it's funny it's yeah. really funny too like i mean I suggested anybody. And the other one I'm watching, this is more like a slice live. It's called, I'm pulling it up right now. It's called, what is the name of this? Anuhana, The Flower We Saw That Day. Oh, On Netflix. It's, and it's basically about this girl, like this friend group, of this friend group, like um, this girl died or whatever. And basically they can see her and like they, that makes the friend group comes back. It's kind of like a little slice of life type of, yeah whatever it's, it's really good though like i really enjoy it because like, like i said i'm trying to change my genre a little bit like i do like romance i've watched romance anime but it's like i'm trying to get some more in, uh, along with the big stuff out there you know just trying to yeah just trying to get it all in so that's mostly our three our anime of the week we're probably going to do every time we talk about like our short reviews to keep the episode you know a little more fresher and longer i'm probably probably going to do this and talk about you know what we're watching this week keep y'all posted try to diversified a little bit but you ready for some japan since 2020 talk baby yes you can start off episode five all right so episode five we start off like because like last episode they all well we go to sleep they go to sleep into i forgot what this name of the city sean city yeah sean city yeah. they're they just woke up from from their difficult night or whatever from finally reaching it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this, everyone's like gathering. Once they wake up and they get out their little tents or Mongolian. It's pretty cool to see that their, their tents have like solar panels around. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. They get their own little radio dish and solar panels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was nice. So as they're leaving, waking up, trying to see what's going on, people, uh, the other people who have stayed there longer are like lining up doing like, some kind of yoga or something in front of uh, the... Oh, yeah, in front of the big, like... It's like a shrine. It's a shrine type of thing. 
some something, but this is like this is like right before they enter like the building yeah. and go yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, like, like, everybody's like, gathering, doing this like type of exercise thing. Yeah. And yeah. and I think I think everyone I think uh the group um the well, the main group yeah. are asking like what's going on. Daniel comes over, pretty much tells them that. Well, Mari, the mother, asked if this is like a religious thing. I yeah. thought it was kind of like a religious. I thought thing. a religious thing too. I did. Yeah, it, it makes more sense, but it was not. No, it's it's a community. So a group of people formed a community around this medium who they call mother. Mother. Um, and mother can like what basically like speak to like note like she's a person that's in the middle between the world of living and dead type of thing. Yeah, that's what a medium. Is well, not, I'm pretty sure not many people know what a medium is. I'm I, I kind of dwell in that stuff here and there, especially when I was younger. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> weird neuro. Yeah, yeah. But uh, back to pretty much. So the so pretty much once the once Daniel pretty much um tells them and explains them about the mother and what they do. They pretty much she can only. Talk to the she, dead. She only talked to three people at a day. Yeah, she she has the role of only talking to three people. Yeah, a day, mm-hmm. and they never explain how you get chosen to be. It's, able ran, to it's a random choice. It's a random. Yeah, choice. I'm guessing it's random. But um, once you come up to talk to her, they go up inside the face statue, which is yeah. like in like the the main building of the whole mm-hmm. like city. Yeah. So at at the top floor, there's a kid, and her. There's like they're surrounded by this, I don't know, this little curtain that comes from like the ceiling, like from Yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about, yeah. A light source from the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So apparently she communicates to the dead using the child as a like uh intermediate intermediate or something like that. I forgot what it was called, honestly. But pretty much she doesn't necessarily need him, but he helps like for them to for them to commune with the dead easier in a way. I hope they explain that a little more too. That's interesting. Like, you know. We might have to like look it up on our own or something or or whatnot, but so we're all watching like her perform her ability. She takes so the first person in line is like this girl who wants to hear from her mother she hands her what was it Some, something that her mother last gave her so and i think mother pretty much told her something that her mom said live a long life for her yeah. and that you know just basically like keep living that's basically yeah, yeah. Some, something good something that will and the girl starts crying yeah and and she walked away and whatnot and just happy the next person in line gives her the it's a guy as a young male he he gives um her something that was once his father's he's asked what does my father say to me and then she responds back to him with i know you saw me under that crushed rock why did you leave me <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty much said that her that his father wanted him she, to die, die too yeah, he wished for him to die too. So it's something completely different. And yeah, I feel like, like I feel like even in real life, like 
with people who do believe in stuff like that. And I say, who do I'm just putting it out there later. Like, messing with the dead is like a very, like, like you know, scary thing that you probably don't want because you don't know who you're talking to or again. Like, everybody's seen the Conjuring movies when they playing a little Ouija board and they think they're talking to somebody. Like, you think that's in the past, well, and it's not. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a little. Fun. It was kind of funny too, though. It was. It was funny. It was funny too. I. I. I, I giggled. <laughs> you giggled. Yeah, I giggled a little bit. Well, after the communion, it only shows us to her talking to two people that that time. So right picture. after that guy, it literally ends. Yeah. So then so, take a picture. Or whatever. Yeah, they're down at the first floor or whatnot. The the white haired guy, he takes the glasses off of. Haru? Yeah, Haru. Yeah. Yeah, that the guy who hasn't been tracked. Yeah, the track. Yeah. That's attractive. So he runs up towards her and and pretty much he just straight up says it, you're a fake. I was like, oh, I was not expecting yeah. that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, get off like leave her alone, stand back. Yeah. Like she had like a little personal security guard or yeah. secretary or something like that, pretty much telling him to go away and that it's over. If you want, you can wait next time or something like this. She's she's not going to do it. She only does three people a day and and whatnot, and you got to be chosen. So he asks, how do you get chosen? And he, and the guy responds in the most, like, he answers with sort of like, you don't know how to, you don't know what he means. He literally says, you have to be chosen. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, okay, well, that's interesting. And then basically, they get a message from the girl. The girl who I'm sorry, I forgot her name. She, I liked her. Nami, yeah, pretty she much. Died saying, yeah, she died. She sends a message, basically saying, like, you know, live on, keep fighting, type of thing. Yeah, and I, at first, at first, I thought she, I thought she was just saying mumbo jumbo because I don't know why, but I thought he gave that to her because it was like, because you know, they stole it off the guy they beat up. Yeah. So I thought she was going to say something from him, but I was like, he's not dead. So, and I was like, kind of confused, like, but uh, I guess it means, I guess it really does mean it connect to someone you last, someone important to you or something yeah, like that. Because yeah. I thought she probably would have had it, got it completely wrong, but she was actually a hundred percent right. Um, exactly. So later they're like on the balcony of like the top floor of that, this little statue, the main building. They're sitting here thinking, wondering if her ability is real or or no. That, that this happens. No, what happens next is they're they're eating at lunch and then they talk about like school. Yeah. So they're I guess go to. I mean that's not really that important. They go to school and what happens next after that is kind of important. Basically, the daughter she goes home or well no. Basically, they're they're planting marijuana. Whatever. The mom and the foreigner they're doing they're like do they're like doing stuff with marijuana. Oh, oh no, that was Haru because they they chose to do some oh, work. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. marijuana or whatever, and she's just they're just working, and basically the daughter is she's working with like an old a old dude or not. Yeah, she's doing like old. some nurse nursery yeah, nursing home because the old dude doesn't look old. Maybe a dude that's like paralyzed or whatever. Yeah, he's par- he's definitely yeah. paralyzed because he can yeah. only do certain parts. Yeah, of the paralyzed from like probably like the head down. Yeah, like, yeah. So basically, some weird stuff happens where he's blinking his eye. And she's like, so you can predict, you can predict earthquakes, and then it's just that's like later. That's like later. No, that happens legit while she's taking care of him. I, yeah. I know, but like I know, but 
like oh oh actually actually she does say that first okay never mind never mind never yeah mind. so then like an earthquake happens yeah and she yeah. I, I have that she's like she's like can you predict earthquakes and she, like i mean he can't really talk so he's not really what he's gonna say yeah he's just blinking at her and she's like nah that's just fine i think she's kind of going how do you feel about that do you think it's connection or like he's just blinking oh it's it's a, it's a connection it's a connection that like more about that happens in episode six. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, literally after that yeah, earthquake, it's like getting late. She returns back to the tent with yeah. her mom. She starts talking. Because, okay, so Go, ever since, like, they encountered Mother and saw that her abilities were kind of true, Go has been trying to get, trying I'm to like communicate so like with the father. And, but the mother and I... Ayuma or the daughter was pretty much saying he shouldn't but at this time the daughter is actually changing her mind she actually feels like she should she should yeah try to talk to him or get the mother to talk to her and um her mother basically, said no you shouldn't basically I'm out there. okay so this is kind of where like the climax of episode uh was this five it's five five to me because basically she's like i kind of this is when the daughter gets annoying like yeah, I'm, I was about yeah, to say. Like, I'm just like, dude, like, she's probably been, we don't know how long they've been married, but they've definitely been married a long time. They had kids, but you like, she obviously loves, like, your dad or whatever, or her husband, somebody she knew before y'all was even, like, alive. Yeah. She loved, like, the dude she decided to marry with, probably decided to spend the rest of her life with, most likely. And you just think she doesn't care. Just, no, she wants her, she wants to be strong for you guys, and she wants to push through because basically like if she's not strong then how can you guys be strong like of course she's sad she's probably crying every time y'all, you guys are sleeping whatever but she doesn't want to show that because yeah, she, like, she wanted she to, show to be that. strong for her kids yeah, yeah at, uh, i i could honestly tell and her her just snapping her i can understand like the daughter at times but i still at the same point because like they're trying to act tough but it's hard when you constantly remind them that yeah. you're acting tough yeah, and it's like, I just like, and if she was probably crying all the time, she'd be like, Mom, you're always crying. Like, you can't really pick both. Either you get somebody that's strong or you get somebody that's in this situation. Like, you get somebody that's strong and understand, like, be like, yes, just let's move on. Like, I bet you guarantee you, if they get to the place where it's, it's safe and the earth's literally not, where Japan's literally like, your place will take their time. Country, not Japan. I'm sure she will sit down and court, take a shower and cry probably her eyes out that she has a new life. And then basically, she's assuming, accusing her of moving on from her dad. This guy. I'm like, yeah, I can try to get with Daniel. I'm like, I'm like, okay, she can't have somebody that's just treating her nice, like treating her better than you are as her own daughter. Like, I was about to say, like, even Ghost, Ghost actually being more mature than her. <laughs> He's yeah, younger. Mean, yeah, exactly. And it's just like, it's just like, dude, like, like, I would have, like, I would have slapped, like, slapped that girl. Like, like, who are you talking to? Like, I legit am risking my life. I'm out, we're out here traveling. I'm out here trying to, like, still be the mom for you and put on a front face. And you're just out here, like, basically, like, saying that I'm trying to move on. From the, move on. I'm just trying to be fast and do whatever. <laughs> And it's just like, like, who are you? Like, you're the child. Like, dude, calm down. Yeah. Like, I understand you got, like, I probably, I cannot imagine losing that parent or whatever that did support them. And he seemed like it was a great dad. But it's like, everybody lost something. Like, dude lost his wife. Dude lost his story. Like, the whole world is just, y'all world is just upside down, literally. Yeah. And sinking. So then, when you go to the party part, or does the party matter to you or not really? To me, 
The party part was like we learned more about Haru. We learned a little bit more about his like personality and like what kind of made him famous, even though he was a shut in or when he stopped doing track. Apparently, he was kind of like he did music. He did music. Yeah. And then the dude was high too. Oh yeah, the, yeah, the white hair guy was high. That was probably the funniest thing. <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. That was pretty. Funny. Yeah, because usually he's cool, calm, collected, and brave. But here he's act—he's literally acting like a child. Like it was not even funny. Like I think so. When the daughter was there, like dancing and whatever, a guy comes up and starts talking to her, saying, can "He can get her. He can get her away." To, so you can talk yeah. to your father. And it's, he's that's like, crazy. Oh, that my people—that's crazy. That my people have tried to with her. This this girl. Yeah. And he's like, all you gotta do is like get with me. She 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 heads butts him in the like in the lower chin yeah. and knocks him out right then and there. And then the white hair guy comes out screaming, when Wonder Woman did this and that, I was like, yo, what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that was- and um then it cuts to like morning of that night. Of that day. And he's like, he's like, morning. she's like, so. She's like, what was that alien stuff about? And that was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what happens after that? <laughs> uh, we, I mean, basically, oh, the grandpa go, well. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, this was the most weirdest thing ever. So during that episode, we saw small cuts of the grandpa, like, pretty much practicing with the bow. I thought it was just like a little hobby. But at the end of the, near the end of this episode, he's, because he has a wheelchair now because he, can't walk. Yeah, they gave him. Yeah, they gave, they, yeah, they gave him one too. So, which was pretty cool. Yeah. So he's in a wheelchair. He goes to the main building, and like he's humming, but like he's there's a guy that's right next to like the entrance of the, like in the main part of the building, and he's like, "Hey, what are you doing here? Are you okay?" And then he takes out his bow and just shoots him straight in the chest. I was like, "Yo, what is going?" Like, yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, I was not spinning. I was like, "Dude, yeah. I literally thought we were not going to hallucinate." I was like, "Okay, maybe this is like a hallucination inside of his hallucination." Yeah, and but no, he gets to the top of the building. It's a there's an elevator, so he yeah. takes the elevator, and the guy who's like just doing rounds up there, he points a gun at him, tells him to stop. This man does a slow spin. Yeah, slow spin. Shoot at him. I, I don't get how like that dude didn't shoot shoot him. Yeah, he shoots all all shots hit the back of the wheelchair, like yeah, just then, all of yeah, it. That it, it was a mechanical wheelchair, so the the back of the seat was a little bit thicker. Just. Just yeah, explain that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that, that grandpa should've been dead. Yeah, and he just turned around and shot him right then and there. But he got up apprehended soon. Yeah, yeah apprehended. And then there was a little scene. <laughs> yeah, there was a little scene for the mother and her little secretary slash personal security guard them having intercourse and whatnot. <laughs> so yeah, that was like I, weird I was because like, it's like y'all like. This show has not been farthest from it, so we were just like, oh, when I saw this, I was like, I'm glad inside of Trent is on in front of like the living, the kids, and living. Yeah, I was like, and plus, and plus, I was like, what is the importance of this? Is this just to show their relationship or something? Because that you could have told them holding hands or kissing or something. Like, we didn't, yeah, yeah, but so that, just, that that would have been better. That would have been better, honestly. Like. It, I guess the only importance it showed was to show their relationship because in the next maybe to show that mother is human too. Like she like she can talk to people, but she does have like you know human needs and desires to be pleased and stuff. I, I don't know. I don't know, but I, but I, basically, I, it's, so he gets apprehended. To show more. Oh, 
So in the next episode, we figure out like pretty much. Okay, we're y'all. We're done with episode five. He got apprehended. Yeah. Episode six. Episode six. We pretty much figure out why the Gramps started killing. Because he's having he having withdrawal symptoms. He was showing withdrawal symptoms. They pretty much locked him up in like a their basement. He was he he was showing withdrawal symptoms because he was heavily addicted to morphine. But at the same time, he was completely sane during that whole thing. He wasn't experienced withdrawal, but for some reason, the kid, the kid that they um all pretty much look up, they see as like a spiritual like figure, like a high like you could say some kind of sp- spiritual being, but not completely, but someone who can connect to him. Yeah, somebody, something like that. Somebody who's the medium. Yeah, yeah, something like a little bit higher than a medium or something. But he he had great value, so. The Gramps' objective was to save that kid, but he kept calling that kid his grandchild. So at first, I thought this was some kind of like conspiracy where his son was taken and this is where he was, where his that's grandson what I, was. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I, thought. I thought that too, but that gets cleared up later on. So he's stuck and like locked up in the basement. So um, I think right after they pretty much say, they pretty much use the excuse of yeah, he's crazy. Withdrawal symptoms. And the, the doctor, the I'm guessing the head doctor at the building asks mother why she's keeping him alive. And she pretty it, much says, I'm trying to keep the peace or whatever. So after the like I mean anything, she could like put something like put some poison and say he just got old and he died in his sleep or something like that. I mean he's very old, you can get away with that. Yeah. Like, okay, with bullets, no, because you can see that, but like if they were like to put something as food or put like like a a guy like a needle, like a needle, put him to sleep forever. He could just say he's old and died. His heart, or whatever. something like so. that. But she, pre- I mean, she probably could have done that. But she said she was trying to keep like a peaceful until after like the it's festival for the child's birthday, tenth mm-hmm. birthday, was uh, already handled. So I think. Oh, uh, uh, we see more, uh, more like some character development with Haru. Haru's actually outside. He start, he's, he starts to run again, which is interesting because for some reason he stopped running, but now he's trying, actually trying to pick it back up and, and whatnot. And right after that, we lead into breakfast. Go ask yeah, basically, Yeah, basically, I, I don't think breakfast matters. But the thing that doesn't matter is the girl's taking care of the old dude again. And we're oh, learning yeah. about earthquakes. Take it away. Oh, okay. So, he keeps blinking at her, and she's like, "She okay, okay." So we kind of missed something from the last episode. From the last episode, but this is how she made the connection that he was doing some kind of code with his eyes. Because mm-hmm. last episode, um, when she returned back to the tent right before she entered, Go was on top of it, flashing his light up in the sky because that's how he communicates with his dad. So she figured out it's most cold, most cold because Go was using most cold to speak with his father. So she quickly, she told him that he doesn't know, he doesn't, she doesn't understand most cold or and whatnot, and I pretty much asked him if he's doing most cold to make sure. She told him to blink once for yes and blink twice for no, and he pretty much blink blink yes for that he's doing most cold and whatnot. So she quickly downloaded an app. <laughs> And so she, she can see if an earthquake was coming, and it said it was. 
Oh no no no! She downloaded an app to figure out the um, Morse code to figure to, to translate it. So she told him to spell out each char- character slowly, so she can type it in. And pretty much it said, "A big earthquake is coming. This area is not safe." And she made the assumption if he was um Mister Mister Owen Dara some, something like that. I'm I'm a I hundred percent butchered his name, but he's the guy on on the news who pretty much said Japan will sink. Yeah, basically. He's yeah. So, so she asked him if that's him, and he blinks blinks once for yes. So she runs back to the tent, screaming at her mom, telling her this, and well, obviously as the good mother she is, she believes her. So yeah, she should. And at this time, they're setting up the. They're literally starting the festival. So her, both of them run up to all the people gathered up and like, at the main part where this festival is, uh, are screaming at them, saying, "Well, she screams at them, saying an earthquake is going, a big earthquake is going to hit. We're not safe here. We have to leave." And like, usually, you should listen to certain people at when they're like panicking, and you can see it in their eyes. <laughs> but they don't listen to them, especially once she says the guy who, who the guy who she got the information from is the guy on the news who said Japan is sinking. They even laughed at her. I was like, okay. Um, and what I thought it was kind of funny because as soon as they laughed at her, they saw a fire approaching. They saw a fire and they all thought it was it was from like a fallen torch or something. But right after they saw the they recognized the fire. An earthquake kicked them, and everything below them, were where they exactly where they're standing, started lifting up, and everything and the festival was just thrown around. Yeah. <laughs> and as this happens, like there's a brief stop, but like the arm of the 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 statue, the statue which makes up the um, big main building, falls mm-hmm. off, and it breaks off, and it lands on. It lands towards Go and the sumo guy, or the guy who pretty much feeds everyone. Who yeah. Passes on the food. Yeah. And literally lands, well, lands towards them, but the big guy takes the blunt force of the, of like the broken pieces of of a giant thick rock slab of this, this thick lands directly on his back, and he's stand, he's on all fours bracing for it so like he doesn't tilt in or anything so he just takes it yeah and i'm like chat yeah i i definitely <laughs> I'm, I'm amazed he was even conscious after just taking it i'm amazed he's, he's not a big dead dude. he's a big dude but like he's a big he's dude a sumo, but, rock. yeah he's a sumo wrestler so it's understandable by the same time you're still human and you yeah, can't exactly. just take yeah. the blunt force of that coming from all the way up here and just hitting your back and your head at the same time, like, oh my god! So, the mother comes over, gets go, goes like, "You gotta come with us." But the guy already knows that he's, 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 he's done for. Because I was about to say, even if you do, like, stay conscious for that long, you're you're gonna die and you're gonna die from blood loss. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, <laughs> goes out here losing all the friends, man. Yeah, so. After that, the mother look, goes look for the truck, which is which is oh, 
that's also something we forgot. Gramps pretty much got the car from the last episode. Gramps pretty much got the kid and brought him all the way down to the main floor of the building, got in the truck, drove off. But his withdrawal symptoms started getting worse. So he kind of passed out and crashed into the main gate. So th- at this point, the mother had... That's how he got apprehended, too. So. Yeah, that, that's... Yeah. So the mother went to, get, went to the front gate, well, was looking for the truck, and she, she found it at the front, front gate. She gets, she gets the truck, and they drive back to the main building so they can get everyone, so she can get everyone. Uh, goes there, Ayuma's there. Go tells pretty much the white-haired guy to go get Gramps or whatnot. Yeah. And basically, they're not, they're not going for that. They're like, Gramps going to be stuck in there. They're not going for that. Yeah, technically, but, but the white-haired white hair guy was already, like, unlocking him or whatnot before the earthquake hit. Uh, yeah, because Go told him go get him beforehand because when he was looking for, like, because Go helps the sumo guy in the kitchen, so he went to go get some utensils. He heard him. And go tell the white hair guy to go get him once he talked to him about it. Talk to him about it. So white hair was already down there trying to get him out of his uh cage and whatnot. Um when he finally finally the security guy came down. Well the yeah, the secretary guy. I'm gonna just call him secretary guy. <clears throat> the secretary secretary guy comes down and throws the keys towards him to hurry up and get him out. He get the white hair already knew about his um his addiction to morphine, so he gives him he gives him some more morphine so he's calms down and he's not going crazy and whatnot. Crazy, exactly. Yeah, so white hair has a bow with him, like a weapon with him just in case and whatnot. So like they Hurry back upstairs with the he carries um Gramps on his back to hurry up upstairs to get the kid, and oh this was probably the saddest thing ever, um. But before I get into that, I just want to know the other workers that work with Mother. The first thing they did when the first first like the first big part of the earthquake hit was go get to the go to the vault and get a bunch of gold bars and put it in the bag. So there was like a little small shootout because a bunch of them was trying to get it. And mother who came down there, she ran up towards them with a sword. But only but what's crazy, she came out the one she came out less hurt than all the rest. Because she only had a bullet wound like in her right shoulder. So after pretty much pretty much she goes up this back upstairs to get what's apparently the boy who's actually her son, which is her son and the secretary's son. That's why they were so complacent on trying to get, make his 10th birthday so special and whatnot. So it was, it was interesting, but, uh, but back to it. Um, once they're up there, once she arrives to the room, the boy looks towards her and re- reaches his hands out and says, it's apparently his first words ever because apparently he, he was born not able to speak or something like that. So his yeah. first words ever was, I think, thank you, mother, or something like that. Or 
he called out for her. He called out for his mother. And right when he did that, a big piece of the ceiling fell down, boom, right on his head. He was yeah. he, he was gone. Yeah. He, he was gone. I was I was not expecting that. That was actually the saddest thing I've ever seen so far, besides the father's death. Yeah, brutal. Yeah, it was really brutal. And uh, the Gramps, when the Gramps, when they finally reached the top of the steps into that room where the mother is now holding holding him and crying her eyes out and whatnot, he says, I couldn't save my grandchild. And, and, the security guy says, "That's not your grand. That's not your grandson." And he's like, "Oh, I know." And I, was, I was like, "Oh, uh, then why do you keep calling him his grandson?" He, and he was like, "And then we finally figure out what happened to his um grandchild, which is actually a girl. She was apparently lost in the landslide, never to be found. And I and I think her name was something, but he had he had a he had something that was last given." That was hers, and he gave it to mother, and she read out. Well, she said what said the message that was left by his grandchild, which is pretty much telling her to telling him to quit smoking and quit doing morphine and whatnot. I mean, live a good life. That's true, but like he's he lived a long life doing it. Yeah, that is that is true. So, White Hair picks him back up on his back and pretty much tries to hurry up down the down the steps which is now the building's collapsing so it's a little bit harder and you gotta kind of gotta move faster but the grabs tells him to leave him behind and whatnot and white hair is refusing gramps bites him to forcefully make him drop him and he tells him just go ahead and go so white hair responds back with okay what am I going to tell Go? And then he says, I will tell Go too. And Whitehair throws him a pack of morphine saying, this is my last, my last message to you or my gift to you. And he pretty much le- runs down the steps and leaves the building. And hops in the car and which now, he hops in the car at the same time they're loading in um, the scientist guy at the, like in the back of the trunk. So like, they're 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 taking off because they can't wait anymore and and Gramps is like sitting in a window in a window that he were leaving. Cause as they were driving off to pretty much let go know he's staying behind. But pretty much as they start driving off, I think people people get in front of them telling them to get out so they could, you know, steal the truck. The guy who's telling them to get out while they're driving towards him is a guy with a shotgun. Yeah. And um Honestly, I'm amazed he hit this shot because he missed. He was missing a lot of shots early, earlier. Well, before before these two episodes, he missed a lot of shots. So we didn't really think he was good with a bow, but <clears throat> he shot this man right through the jaw, and he, he was gone. <laughs> he was gone. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much saving them and giving them leeway to leave. They would have. Le- I also forgot to mention they would have left with Daniel, but Daniel up- decided to stay behind. And I f- I forgot what he said, but Marie Maria, I think it was. Well, the mother pretty much told him make sure he survives and whatnot before they left. So as they're leaving, well, as they're driving off, the building behind them actually starts. Well, it starts collapsing and sinks down in the ground, and a bunch of lava spews out 
Yeah. And just yeah. consumes the building. Yeah, we you can tell that we're getting to the worst end of the show. Like good things are building up and the world is singing. And yeah, and it it was it was crazy because <laughs> the way the episode ended was like it was the last episode, like it was supposed to end right there. Because literally you get the cre- you get the credits and it's like I don't know how to explain it, but it felt like it ended in a way. Yeah, yeah like it felt like it was over. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like it just felt like it was over, but it wasn't. You know, yeah. you got more of a story. It's probably just the end of the. It was probably just the end of the beginning. <laughs> end, yeah, end, yeah, yeah, yeah. The end of them, oh like, the saga of them being there. So. Yeah, having that little. That's, that's it for five and six, right? You got anything else? I guess. Yeah, that, that is that is exactly it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, like I say, y'all. Next week, I'm gonna I'm gonna plan my enemy out because this this I let she take six over because I watched it, but I I wasn't watching it, paying attention enough where I should have been. I probably should put it in English where I could actually like do other stuff and listen. Yeah, that's on me. And yeah, thanks again, she for carrying episode six, bro. Oh, I appreciate no it. <laughs> so before we let you guys out, we're gonna you know. Outro out. Go follow. Uh, go link. Go like. Comment. And subscribe. Turn notification bell on to get notified for every podcast. Go follow. She I got the lens where he has photography. Where he, he if you're in his area, I think he's on quarantine. I'm sure he'll come get you a picture. Get you right. He has a new little profile pic. I don't know if he's gonna plan to upload any pictures anytime soon. But should, y'all go should go check that out. And let me get my my guys. I hear my partnership. Like I said earlier, y'all y'all go follow. Dakoga, Dakoga, yeah. Well, go follow them at Dakoga Shop on Instagram, where they have hoodies, T-shirts, and I'm sure they're working working on a lot more amazing things. Go, I will have the link to their website in the bio. Go, and if you want any type of merchandise, you can go do that, and you can get ten percent off with the uh, code Anime Credential. So go do that. Go get your anime merch because I know you guys want some. We all want some. We are all weebs here. And I just hope you guys stay safe, stay watching anime, stop, stay being weird. You got anything else to say to the people? Uh, not, not, not anything, not anything for me besides stay safe. I hope everyone doing well. Everyone trying to hurry up, finish doing schoolwork and whatnot, so they can move on with their life and try to get through this um pandemic. Hope you guys stay safe, stay watching us, stay watching anime, stay, stay up. Peace. Peace.